Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well include adult situations and language, so if you're a child, or if you just don't like hearing that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. But also keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the beginning of another adventure of Helpful Goat Presents, Tear Beyond the Doors. Woo! My name is... <laughs> okay, see, he gets me every time. I, I feel like I make you crack up a fair amount on the Goats and Dragons <laughs> adventures, at least. My name is Galway Trainer, the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Games, and I will be your DM this evening, and I will not be alone. With me tonight, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, Andy playing the human slash elf slash etc. Old elf. Hey, it's Andy. Hmm. Lena, playing Sunny Sunriel. Hey. TJ, playing Oriel Run. Merry Krampus knocked, everyone. Wow. <laughs> and Chris, Playing Neldor Vyat. Oh, I'm just hoping we all don't die. Me, me too. And with that <laughs> incredibly hopeful assurance. I was going to say, I just wanted to leave that note there. Let everyone sort of ponder that. Think about how that makes them We're feel. We're just going to hang on that. <laughs> we almost did last time. So. <laughs> you had you ran into some issues, yes. Uh, before we get started for the evening, a couple quick announcements. We are Helpful Go Games, small independent game design firm. Uh, we design and playtest our own RPG. We also do stream content of various tabletop RPGs like Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Um, if you are interested in what we do, our projects, more about us, any of that stuff, you can check out our website at helpfulgoat.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat or see our Facebook page where we are Helpful Goat Gaming. We stream here on Twitch, um, which is where we are Helpful Goat, twitch.tv backslash Helpful Goat. Uh, and we also produce podcasts of our adventures, uh, Goats and Dragons, a long-form homebrew podcast, and Helpful Goat Presents, which are usually shorter form, some one-shot, some short campaigns like this, um, often a little more experimental in nature. Uh, and you can follow both of those and get those wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, before I get into story recap, does anyone else have any announcements? I don't. I don't think so. I think yeah, we're pretty good. I felt demonstrably safer doing that without Adam being on the line. Right, because Adam always has shit. <laughs> He's always <laughs> plugging something and right. waits forty five seconds, and then is like, "Oh, wait, this." And I'm like, "Okay, okay, yeah, we're good." We're good. <laughs> He's in the chat, by the way. So let's be nice. <laughs> good, good. He should hear that. He should hear that. We love you, Adam. You're wonderful. Frequently. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Anywho, last time on Tear Beyond the Doors, we were introduced to a world. Tear, that long ago suffered a cataclysm that drained the magic from the world and drastically remade the surface. One group, however, had delved into their underground magical fortress, Stronghold. This group, the Arcane Conclave, and this fortress, Stronghold, were the center of the beginning of our adventure, as four members of the Conclave were celebrating, though also saddened, by the imminent departure of their teacher, Lethiriel Gondil, to the surface, to the outside world, in an attempt to go scout and figure out more of what was happening. Such missions were never without dangers, and indeed, several missions in the past 20 years have failed to ever return, so the group had some trepidation as they drank and celebrated with her and saw her off. They awoke bright and early in the morning, ready to see her out, only to be unable to escape their room. When they eventually broke through, they discovered Stronghold empty, apparently entirely abandoned. And most disquieting of all, when Sunny made her way to her greenhouse, she found that 
at least 40 years would have passed. In an attempt to figure out what was going on, where people were, and what they could do, the group went beyond the doors of Stronghold, out into the outside world, whereupon they traveled towards the city of Gottweil to the west. Along the road, they met an overturned cart, and investigating it, some gigantic ants that exploded upon death. In doing so, and in vanquishing these creatures, they saved a family, a halfling woman named Rowan Silverstring, and her two sons, half-elves both. She related that she and her wife were the proprietors of a tavern in the nearby village of Red Meadow, and offered the group free lodgings there and whatever support they could give, and it was along the road to Gottweil. The group accepted this and proceeded with her to ride for the next hour or so as twilight fell, and they reached a clearing. Gotcha, but gotcha. yes, All right, cool. you now are here. Camp setup is quickly and efficiently handled by Rowan and her sons. They expertly tuck the cart away into this clearing off to the side of the road. Um, they set up a pair of tents, and after they've done so and started a fire, one of the boys turns expectantly towards you all who have been sitting by the fire. The air is cold, especially given that you're used to a carefully controlled temperature. So what would you like to do? The boy is just sort of looking at you and seems to be waiting for something. You need something, kid? I, I was going to help you put up your tent. About that, uh, I kind of assumed I was going to sleep in one of these. Like we... I don't have a tent. Do you have a tent, Ariel? Sunny? I mean, um, I, I, no. no. I'm not a bedroll. We're a little, um, we just like to sleep under the stars, but it is a oh. little cold tonight, right? Maybe we shouldn't Yo. sleep under the stars tonight. Uh, incidentally, Rook, are you still an elderly elvish man? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I like that Ariel answered that one. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> um. So the boy's like, you don't. And the woman, Rowan, will go, son, son, it's you. You all are travelers from quite some ways away, correct? Yes. Like totally. We come like, from a distance. Totally. Yes. Well, you, you're, you must have been, given how lightly equipped you are, you must have been part of a caravan, correct? Um, yes. yes. Definitely. That's definitely what Ariel, we are. <laughs> Ari would, would have been shaking her head no until everyone said yes, and then she would have changed it to yes. <laughs> Rowan's going to kind of look at that look at the rest of you so you're and you hear her pause for a second so your caravan was attacked right exactly they were attacked and we got separated from them and now we don't have most of our supplies like tents they were attacked by by giants they were they were 40 foot tall if they were a foot tall you know how old men are, so senile. Lots Always of Always making up something. That's senility. Rowan's going to sort of nod at you. And you feel like this is a fairly significant nod. She's sort of behind her sons. Yes. See, exactly, children. Their, their caravan was attacked. You, We have a little bit of experience with that now. They probably don't want to talk about it too much. No, it was incredibly traumatic. It was amazing. I fought them all off. It was so traumatizing. Mostly by myself. <laughs> Thank you very and much. he's just gotten even more senile because of it. Neldor is going to dead stare Rook. Uh, yep. And then just shake my head. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I look behind so, me. My shadow is literally dancing like in the firelight. <laughs> <laughs> I tell it to stop. Very good. Rowan looks like slightly 
relieved um, that you've managed to get to this. She goes, no, no, that's that's all fine. Um, did you all, you know, it was about an hour's ride to here. Would you have shared your names? Uh, I mean, Ariel would have, certainly. Yeah, I don't know why I wouldn't. Rook was calling himself something else, though. Yep, and he forgot what that was, so now he's calling himself Forsyth. Okay. And again, Neldor looks at him and says no. Cumberbund? He really is quite senile, isn't he? Oh, oh so bad. So, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. It's really so tragic. Bad. So she's she's going to sort of nod and uh, send uh, her sons off and they're going to collect some firewood. Uh, and she's getting some food uh, started. Um, and she's going to start into you like, uh, where are you all heading? I, I assumed Gottweil. It's about the only thing up this far, but it could be somewhere else. It, we were heading to Gottweil, right? Yes, that was yes. that was generally any scouting expedition. The normal process is to go to there. It's a it's not a huge town, but it's a port town. So there's a lots of news, lots of information, and it's pretty easy to sort of get a finger on the pulse and to get anywhere else. Um, um just a like really quick question. Uh, Ariel's going to be directing this at the uh, the mother of the two children. <laughs> Have you like seen any? fairly old elvish women just generally like recently uh fairly old elvish women uh well there's like really old like older than he is she'll pull a point to Neldor but like way smarter yeah a lot less senile I smile <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna sort of like she's she's sort of doling out a sort of campfire stew and is handing out bowls. Uh, a very old... Well, there's... There's, uh... Lady Silverbark, but I think she's about the only one that I've seen. Uh, there haven't been as many travelers on the roads recently with the attacks. Did she look like this? And I'd like to make a, a minor illusion in the fire uh, that looks like our our old friend. Uh, Lithereal? Yeah. Uh, no, no, a bit, bit broader of feature. A little more, a little more heavy set. She always jokes that she loves to eat. Huh. I don't think that's who mm. we're looking for, but thank you. Well, I was, I was wondering, I, the, the old lady has been in the village for, has been in 40 years. For, at least, no, no, a uh, couple centuries now. Oh, oh. yeah, probably yeah. not her then. You said there have been more attacks? Like, like the one by... that attacked our caravan and the one that, you know, happened earlier today with the ants? Ignore. I was like, uh... <laughs> no, <laughs> what? And it's casting infestation. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> I like and that Andy's particular mistake always tends to be during some moment of dialogue accidentally clicking an attack, which causes <laughs> yeah. everyone to be like, this seems an extreme response to light questioning. Okay. Um, and she's going to sort of, she gets a very grave look on her face. She goes, yes, you, you, you must not be from around here. Yes. The last several years there have been more and more attacks strange creatures in the wilderness and unnatural monstrosities oh no now more when you say several years like what are we talking 40 <laughs> she's rowan's gonna sort of lean over to you another is, is, is that his favorite number <laughs> unfortunately yes at least, at least, at least for now, it'll probably be, I don't know, 16 tomorrow. She, she's going to pat you. You're a saint for taking care of him as you do. <sighs> uh, no, no. Um, 
perhaps for the last uh, five, six years, there were reports of them slowly, but in the, but particularly in the last year or so, they've gotten much worse. I've I've heard about some of the monstrosities, but I didn't think they were in this part of the insert this landmass here. That's very concerning. <laughs> She's just gonna sort of. She like reading off a script. <laughs> I can't remember if this is like a continent or what. Yes, it so. is. It is a continent. Okay, so pretend I said in this part of the continent. I really want you to have just said insert landmass here. And yeah, would be like, that would be I feel like handbook. Sunny would have done that. <laughs> like arcane, like arcane conclave. So you're scouting in the outside. <laughs> How to have a conversation. Um, no, Ronald sort of not like I, they're, they're certainly here. They, they've, I don't know how bad it is down South. I, it, from the way it sounds from what you're saying, it's at least as bad. And we've had relatively little news from the West. What with the, well, the unsettled space, but, uh, no, it's 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 been it's been quite bad. Fewer and fewer travelers on the road. <laughs> it's not a not a great time to be a tavern keeper. I would probably understand the unsettled space to be the space that we know about that had never been resettled after the cataclysm, right? Yes, and that lines up with further to the west of you. Uh, there is one of these spaces that still seems to be like twisted and actively damaged by the cataclysm. Are are these monstrosities coming from the unsettled place, do you think? Rowan is, like, looking increasingly thoughtful as she sort of thinks about that question. It's hard to say. Certainly there are lots of attacks there, but there always have been. Something will wander out of those godsforsaken places and... But no, these these attacks seem more. There are more places, and there are whispers that they're being organized, being led. Um, like who would want to organize such horrible creatures to do these kinds of things? Who indeed? Be quiet, Mr. Foreskin Cumberbatch. Wait, what was my name? Ar- <laughs> That's Ariel's gonna look at you and be like, what? Uh, anyway. I'm gonna look at the kid next to me and cross my eyes and grow whiskers. <laughs> look, mommy, he's doing things. I, I revert back and just smile. Um... Well, the the stories say that there's a, a presence, a shadowy presence. Some unimaginatively call it the Dark Lord, some the Night Master. I do not know if such things are true, but it is certainly true that the attacks have increased in the last year, last several years. I mean, that just won't do. Monstrosities are unnatural and against the natural way of things. That's not all right at all. Is somebody doing something about this? Yeah, someone should do something about that. Uh, Sunny, give me a perception check. Weird, but okay. I got a 12. I'm glad my rolling is off to a good start tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Rowan, after you say that, Rowan, like, you're sort of poking at, like, the fire. Um, and then Rowan pauses for a second and you look up, but uh, she just maybe seems to be in thought again. She goes, um, well, there are certainly those in charge of doing things. Certainly those in charge of doing things. Uh, now, I'm, 
we 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 should we should best get to bed. I'm 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 quite tired from the ordeal, though I, I will take first watch, and you all, of course, may sleep fitfully. Um, I, I was thinking that I could take the first watch, my boys could take the second, and then if if one of you all would be good enough to keep a lookout, then would that be all right? Wait, how yeah. old are these boys? Uh, it's a little bit difficult to tell. You think that one is about 10 and maybe one is about 15. Uh, the 15-year-old does have a short bow sort of over his shoulder. Um, you said it's cold out. Like, how cold? Like, is it, like, like freezing temperature? Like, it's going to get frosty? In the morning, you might not be surprised to see a little bit of, like, frost on the ground. But it's not super cold, although it's very cold to be sleeping just on the ground. Okay. Um, she's going to say, uh, boys, boys, um, I'm, I'm going to use your tent tonight. Uh, of course, the, the four of you can use mine for the evening. I'm so sorry as to the fate of your caravan. I know, so traumatizing. We don't even giants. want to talk about it ever. It wasn't giants, though. Forty giants. I thought they were 40 feet tall. You're so senile. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> this is one of those moments where I'm too amused to make any, to like force anyone to make a perception check. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, she she's sort of indicating the tent uh, here off to the left that that's her tent and that you all are welcome to it. Uh, her sons are sort of wandering over and bundling into the tent. on the right and she's sort of pulling another sort of a blanket over her cloak and uh, huddling up by the fire. All right. Yeah. I settle in uh, to the tent. Uh, and with all my friends in here, I say, uh, okay, now that we're alone, uh, we're going to go back to the stronghold right in the morning. Like we've, there were, like, ants that exploded today. I know, and ants aren't really supposed to do that. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I think you're right. The books never said that anyways. Right. Um, I don't think we'll be able to get back in, though, right? I don't think so. Like, the doors kind of decided to make us go out. We're whispering really quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dungeon Master, super I, quietly. So, yeah. I, underst I understood that for the sake okay. of audibility, you weren't actually all whispering as quietly as you would be. <laughs> Though, it would be worth you all keeping in mind, you do have someone who is literally keeping watch, not Indeed. 15 feet away from you. I'm just saying, like, these people are nice. I don't know. I mean, I, we messed up a little bit with the magic thing. I don't think we're supposed to do that. Um, we're really not. We're really not, yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying, what do I mean? What's our play here? Are we really gonna just walk into a town and then just live a life or something? Or what? I mean, what are we doing? Well, we have to figure out why the doors wanted us to come out here, and we also have to find our people. And most importantly, we have to figure out what's causing these unnatural monstrosities and fix it because it sounded like she made it sound like no one's actually doing anything anything at all and that's not okay so it's our responsibility as people who care about nature to fix it true sunny that's the most gumption i've heard out of you so far i mean you can't just ignore a problem once you know about it would have been nice to not know about it that's true yeah Uh, I'm going to pop my head out of the tent. Hey, uh, Rowan, uh, one quick question. Uh, people still don't, I mean, people don't, uh, think, uh, see a lot of magic still, or, or now, do, I mean, in this world, do they? Smooth. So smooth. I, I mean, mean, he is senile. I mean, we I know this. Like We're just wondering if you know this. So I have two questions. 
I do want you to answer honestly. One, gotcha. did you maintain old elf man form? Uh, no, probably not. As soon as I was in the tent, I dropped it. <laughs> and I look, at, I look like my normal uh, cover. Rook not, not self. A, you don't look like a friends. Chain, but you look yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that people here would be most used to seeing you yes. as. Um, so, uh, she's kind of sitting still with her back to you, uh, and she's going to sort of turn and look at you and you see her sort of draw back for a second. I'm not quite sure what that's all about. Huh. And then she's like, uh, no, it's, it's still a, still a very rare thing to be so gifted in such arts. Good. That, thank you. That's, that's all I kind of wanted to know. And I shut the. I'm going to pop my head out the flap now he's um senile and also if you saw something today and your kids maybe saw something today that maybe other people would react badly to seeing people who aren't as tolerant and kind as you it would be great if nobody else found out about that thing. Yeah, because we don't have those powers. Okay, so Please as... get your head inside the tent, <laughs> oh, see now, man. Damn it. <laughs> the three of you, besides Brooke, incidentally, do realize that he's been sticking his head out, looking like a uh, sort of quasi-disheveled, dark-haired-looking young human man. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh... The Rowan is going to sort of turn back towards the fire and adopt her, you know, keeping guard stance. Um, but she'll call over her shoulder to you, Sunny. If I was to have seen anyone with powers, and I thought that those people would be willing to do something about the unnatural things. I'm going to emphatically nod at this. Devastating this world, then... I think I'd be inclined to give them any help I could. Great. That's so great. Okay, have a good night. Okay, that sounded pretty good. I like I like the sound of that. Yeah, like, so just a reminder, though, yeah. we can't yeah. use our powers in front of anyone else, you guys. Gotta I'm be also... really on the down low with this. Really sneaky. Even so if they're scary ants. Like, no? Our powers. No, Brooke, Brooke. that's not what I said. It's definitely not what I said. A couple yeah. points for improvement. Like, okay. no criticism. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a maybe, safe space. Yeah. Like, maybe just, like, choose a form to stick to. Like, just... Yeah, like, that like, a good is, idea. Like, it's a fantastic thing that you can change, and I wish, like, I could do it. But just, just try to, like, be more, I don't know, consistent. That's right. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Okay, that one's on me. I uh, Note taken. Thanks. Thanks. That's good. Uh, as a quick note, and this is something that I meant to do for housekeeping from last time, uh, Lena slash Sunny, inspiration for going through as much of that battle as you could using only subtle magic. Awesome. Um, TJ slash Ariel, um, inspiration for in Stronghold, having been willing to be like, no, I'm going out the fucking doors. You're oh, with thanks. me or no. And Andy slash Rook, you get inspiration right there for I asked you a question that you knew was a loaded question and you played your character. Solid. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, also, just since we're doing asides, I probably like loaded my pockets with as many pebbles as they can hold. Uh, we are going to say that you have uh, a little sort of satchel that was on the edge of one of your, of the backpack that you grabbed and that it can hold about 15 and you could, if you wanted to put them just in your pockets, uh, you have like another five in like a breast pocket of your okay. uh, traveling cool. cloak. Um, uh, very good. So do y'all go to sleep? Yes. I'm going to say like, 
Ariel's going to try to, but she's super excited that, like, this is all happening. Like, we're outside. Like, this is super, like, she's so happy right now. So she might have a little trouble getting to sleep. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. going to matter. Um, no, but it's, it's interesting. So, <laughs> so, so, said that. So, so, so the rest of you sort of drift off to sleep. It takes, it takes uh, yeah. the three of you a little bit longer because you do have a like seven foot tall dragon sort of going. <laughs> like she's probably whispering. Like <laughs> she's whispering nonstop like, oh my God, you guys, it's like our first night out and like the stars. Oh my God, I've only like read about the stars, but I'm not very good at reading. And like, this is like nothing compared to that. And oh my God. So she's going to go on in this vein, just whispering sort of a constant <laughs> Melder, level. You would know that it is very quiet around mm-hmm. you. So uh, the constant whispering may reach the ears of the somewhat capable seeming Rowan. It's your choice as yeah, to what I, you do with that. Um, so, well, I'm going to come over to the corner because I need to do my meditation. Um, let me see what I've got over here. So how much there, so our whispering is probably reaching her. It's it's certainly possible that it might be. It's, it's especially actually now more that you're no longer having a conversation. It's just Ariel. And she's like, not whispering quietly. I should yeah, say. I was she gonna say, and she keeps like she starts quiet. at a yeah, she's like starts at a whisper, but then she gets more excited and it kind of ramps up. Okay, well, aside from knocking her out, I don't know what else I can do to muffle Stick her voice. Something in her mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Make her play the quiet game. I don't know. Stop the car. Play the silent game. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of with her airheadedness that might work. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, so- she she will stop if you ask her to stop, but she'll start up again. Like in then, a little bit. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> mostly like a little kid, not like she's deliberately being like super. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of picturing Ariel's like, you know, going on excited and then like stops like, no, 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 that's right. I need to be, I need to be quiet. I need to be quiet. And then you sort of see her drift off and then suddenly be like, oh my God, the stars. Did you see the stars? Did you see the stars? <laughs> and it just sort of keeps going and fits and starts like that. But eventually I we'll sh- say Ariel calms down a little bit and oh, yes. starts snoring thunderously. Um, <laughs> oh. And then, yeah, you, you all are sleeping. Um, I have for gotten your name neldor you are uh meditating um mm-hmm. and could everybody except andy jump off <laughs> sure everybody except okay i shall beckon you back shortly bye everyone <laughs> so you're crouching Crouching in the brush, the wound on your arm is burning. The breath is coming ragged, but you have what you came for. Now you just need to get through the village. Get to the road, and everything will be fine. What would you like to do? Uh, (laughs) I'd like to get to the road as quick as I can. Okay, so in front of you, you can see the village, which isn't lit, but that's no problem for your eyes. You have you have your dark vision. And you can see the figures moving back and forth on guard. You don't think they've noticed that you've stolen it yet. But you're worried that it's going to be discovered soon. Sort of, you could either make it just a mad dash right through the center of town, right through the center of the village, or you could try to skirt along one side or the other, the left side or the right. Uh, the right side has some, like, bushes and sort of brambles, which could give you some cover, but you could get caught on, whereas the left is much more open. Uh, are there are there kind of a bunch of people? Are there crowds around at all? Or There's not so much crowds, but there's definitely a handful of guards sort of patrolling inside the village itself. Um, I 
Am I wearing it anything close to what the guards are wearing? By any chance? Uh, the guards don't really seem to have a uniform. So, and you're just wearing dark clothing. Uh, these are they human seem, guards? You all seem to be carrying spears. Um, right. You see a couple of dwarves, uh, a couple of elves, a couple of like maybe gnomes. Gnomes are halflings. It's a little hard for you to tell. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking for anything to kind of turn into uh, that I think I could, that would help me get through this. Well, but you're just an elf. Okay. <laughs> so then... Am I a high elf? You are. Okay. Uh, that's that makes a little more sense. Um, all right. Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll go the the bushes side of the road then. I think. Okay. Uh, give me a quick stealth check. Okay. You can just use your character sheet. Sounds good. And I'm gonna bump that up by two. So twenty, very good. You're uh, you're moving very silently uh, through through the brush, um, and a couple of times there are branches with some thorns or like brambles on them that you you're just about to get your cloak caught on, um, and then you manage to sort of pull away from them just before it would have become a problem and you're making your way about halfway along when suddenly from the center of the village you hear it's gone it's gone and the ringing of bells now ah uh, and at that I I'm gonna book it as fast okay, so as you're I just can. You're sort of you were sort of on the south side of the village. You've made your way out a little bit, and you're working along the east, and you're getting back up towards the north where the road is. Uh, good. So you're you're just you're now just running as fast as you can, right? Yeah, and I I, I want to look in my hands to see what I took. Um, you see a book, a large book, with a beautiful sort of silver inlaid leather cover in sort of these flowing patterns. Can I... Can I find a spot to hide and, and look in the book and just read, read anything I can? Uh, Give me an athletics check real fast. Oh, this is really going to mess up the people <laughs> in Discord watching. Hold on. <laughs> that's not a natural one. That's one. A... <laughs> uh... I'm actually pausing and I just want to look at Discord. There it is. Yeah, yeah, they're freaking out. Lena making the comment, Jesus fucking Christ, that athletics. All right. Uh, so you you were so distracted by this book because you've been looking for it for so long. You didn't notice the sort of gully in front of you. Um, and you, at the last minute, sort of tried to jump to clear it, uh, but you don't. You just sort of slam into the wall. Uh, or, you know, you slide down and sort of hit the other end of it. Uh, and as you do, you hear <laughs> the sound of arrows being loosed at you. And... All right. Uh, 18 and the 19 uh, will hit you. I was adding modifiers to those. Uh, and you feel longbow arrows just slam into your ribs. Um, and you were already wounded on the arm, and you sort of sink to your knees, struggling now to maintain consciousness. And what would you like to do? 
Uh, the, the only thing that matters at this point is to read the book. I open it and lay there oh, for just a few more seconds to see what I can see. You, you sort of claw open the book and you see just the title page. Your fingers are so weak you just sort of could only flop the cover over and you see the history of our people and our role in the world. And as you do that, a hand closes the cover again and you look up to see a high elf standing in front of you. That is not for you. And as you watch, the high elf changes and shifts and is now a dwarf with an axe. That is not for you. And then you lose consciousness. And let's bring everybody back. Fucking dwarves. What dwarves? So, uh... Neldor and Ariel, because Ariel, you're still sleeping somewhat fitfully. Uh-huh. You suddenly be- you become aware. Sunny is asleep. Of Rook, and Rook's form shifting and changing rapidly. His Wait, features is- are flickering back and forth. Have is I he ever asleep? Se- yes. Okay. Ha- have I ever seen him do this before? No, not that you're aware of. Uh, and Rook, you're going to awake with a start as uh, in the form of an elvish man that you sometimes take. <sighs> um, like, uh, Ariel will go over and whisper, uh, trying to be quieter than she was before. Are you okay? I'm fine. Uh... Like, are you just doing the accent for me, or...? This is how we talk. It's a big deal, eh? Uh, can I, like, insight check, or, like... I'm, like, worried about Rook if I've never seen him do this before. (laughs) So I guess insight or medicine, whatever you think is more pertinent. I don't think, like, he's injured, but if he's, like... But there's something not right. Yeah. Uh... Go ahead and give me an insight check, and I'm also going to ask Andy, would they have seen this particular form before? Probably not, no. Okay. 13 insight. With a 13 insight, I would say you get that Rook is very shaken by something and has a bit more of an edge to him than you're used to. Uh, okay, so using that, uh, Ariel will say, well, all right, Rook, we, we just need to be quiet. It's going to be okay. Like, I'm right here with you. Nothing bad is going to happen. Yeah, I'll be fucking quiet. You're the one being loud. With that, Nelder's going to shoot a look at Rook and say, what is your deal? Ariel also looks very sad if you uh, use that kind of language with her, because she's not used to you talking to her like that. She'll like. She'll look very hurt. Uh, everyone's looking at me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna s- slide out the side of the tent. Bro, okay. get back here. And just kind of go for a walk. Okay. Trying I'm... to. Trying to. I'm trying to calm down. I can feel. I'm really, really anxious, and I'm just trying to kind of get a. Uh, a feel of just the here and now and just kind of yeah, smell as the air. Walk, and... As you walk over this way, the, the horse from the pulling the cart sort of sees you and sort of wickers gently at you and looks sort of happy to see you. Yeah, I'll go over and just kind of start petting the horse. Sort of How much time it. has passed since we fell asleep and I meditated and all that? Uh, it's only been about an hour. Okay. Uh, also, um, Sunny has not woken up. Um, Neldor, uh, did you like follow Rook? 
No, but I'm looking at you right now. And what what just happened? I don't know, but he's like really mean right now. Like Are Are you okay? I'm fine. She's like she's crying little ice crystals. <laughs> um I'm gonna go out and check on him. Sunny hasn't stirred at all. I'm slightly concerned with that. So you want to keep an eye on her? I mean, I can check. She's uh, Ariel's going to do a quick medicine check to make sure that Sunny is sleeping normally. 18? Yeah. She's asleep. Okay. You can hear her breathing. It's soft and regular and relatively slow. Um, she doesn't seem to be thrashing or anything. I mean, I don't like want to wake her up, especially for like a big meanie face like him. Okay, well then you just stay here and try and rest, and I'm gonna go check on Rook. Okay. And with that, I'm gonna go out the way he went. Yeah, you'll see him probably over here, uh, petting that horse. Hi. Okay, so. And and I would say I... that uh, you're you're probably feeling a bit better. The horse definitely seems to be enjoying getting petted. Has uh, okay. Rowena noticed that we were over there? Uh, she's kind of cast a gaze over, and um, it, it, it looks like she kind of assumes that Rook has gotten up to maybe go relieve himself over in the trees over here, and then he's just stopped to pet the horse. So she's just sort of, okay. she definitely has noted you're there, but then she's focused mm -hmm. back out towards the road. Okay. I'm going to just walk up a little closer to Rook. Hey. What the heck was that back there? Um, probably as you walk up, um, you kind of see uh, my hair that was longer sort of shorten up again into its kind of messy black hair. Um, and probably at that point, I'm my eyes are just closed. And I'm kind of breathing slow and heavy, and I probably look like uh, Rook again. Awesome. So what the heck was that back there? Uh I'm sorry, did I wake you? I didn't I didn't mean to I didn't mean to wake you or anything. I'm sorry. That was that was on me. I was just trying to I was kinda of come out here and pet the horse, I think. Yeah, okay. So the the question that you're skirting around, what the heck was that back there? Uh you made Ariel you cry. What? You made Ariel cry. Oh, do you have that... any idea how hard it is to console a dragonborn who's crying? You hear a huge sniffle from the tent. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's unfortunate. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to do any of that. Yeah, Here. well, so what the heck was that back there? What, what you, what? You were very unstable in what you were changing into, and then you changed, and you were kind of a dick. So what the hell? Ah, uh, sorry. That um, I didn't. I didn't mean for for him to come out there. Uh, that that one. That one's that one's on me. Uh, but it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's everything's all right. I was. Yeah, it's just uh, it's my first night out of the stronghold, and uh, I'm having just a little hard time. Um. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that. It's our first night out. Things are kind of weird. We battled big giant ants, but I'm a little concerned when you refer to him, Mister Wake. Mr. Wake? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, how often does Mr. Wake make an appearance? Uh, it's been a while. Not, yeah, I mean, it's... Okay. it's, it's it, I try, Brooke, it doesn't don't, come out don't say it's fine. No, it's... Uh, yeah. It's, it's... Look, it's my responsibility to keep the four of us safe, okay? It's bad enough that we're out here 
We don't know what the heck we're doing. We don't even have a flipping tent. And now the security of our team is being compromised by a Mr. Wake? Ah, oh, that's, that's, it's not that. Uh, let's not be dramatic about it. It's nothing bad. You it's nothing made I can't Ariel cry. She, cry. she cries if a leaf falls in a weird way, okay? I don't think but, that's a good barometer yeah, that, for her. It's because it's it's really sunny. That's why she cried. Anyways, <laughs> Uh, are you going to be in this form right now? Uh, you mean his rook? Yeah, I what mean... You, yeah, what you're at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. Okay. I'm going to keep an eye on you. We Please need do. To, yeah. yeah, I just... I'm slightly concerned that you weren't you for a moment. I wouldn't worry about it. I promise. I'll let you know if something it gets out of control here. Okay, it's fine. All right. With that, Nelder's just gonna kind of look at him. Kind of just. I'm gonna give you just a once over, and then I'm gonna turn around and go back to the tent. Very good. What would you like to do, Rook? Um. <sighs> I don't want to go back to the tent or just be alone either really right now. So I think I'm going to kind of go over by uh, Rowan at the fire and just kind of start uh, warming my hands up um, and keeping watch. She'll, she'll, she'll sort of nod to you and just stay focused on keeping watch. Uh, and if that's that about another hour is going to go by and she's going to go get her sons. Cool. And they're going to come out and start keeping watch. Um, are you going to, are you just going to sort of stay up through the night or? I think so. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, they'll, they'll keep watch for a couple of hours and then they'll sort of look at like, Are you going to be, Keeping watch, Mister Forsyth Cumberbatch. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. That was all just a, a ruse. Um, uh, I can make myself look like things. Ta-da! <laughs> uh, so just just call me Rook. It's fine. Oh, okay, Rook. Yeah, you want me to look like something? I can look like uh, anything you want. Uh. Each of the boys are going to immediately point at each other. They go, look like him. All right. I kind of like shrink down my posture as much as I can. Uh, and then I, uh, I look like one of the boys. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't quite get to their size because yeah. they are small. But yeah, <laughs> you, you, you look like a slightly taller version of um, the older brother here. Yeah. And they're sort of laughing. Like, <laughs> they Thank you. We're we're gonna go. We're gonna go get some sleep. Are are you gonna keep watch, or should we wake someone else up? Oh, no, I got it. It's fine. Okay. Have a good Have a good night, Mister Rook. Yeah, yeah, you too, boys. And they'll go in, and if uh, you're gonna keep watch, give me a quick perception check. <laughs> perception, huh? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the night seems very quiet. You're you're calming down. Um, and actually, as you now sit here and you hear Ariel's not so gentle snoring, um, the the boys snoring, and just the sort of peace of the camp. And you look up and you you see the dark night sky just spangled with stars, and the moon glowing above you and you're kind of struck for the first time since you came outside with not being terrified and actually sort of appreciating how beautiful parts of it are ah oh, yeah it's uh you know change is a part of life and it's scary but i gotta get used to it so yeah very good uh so yeah and then um after a couple more hours, uh, people are going to stir and be getting up. Um, 
Rowan and her sons will very quickly start putting the the camp away. Um, and um, Sunny. What? Okay. Yes? It was like, <laughs> what? I, I need confirmation that you're here. Um, you you feel like you slept just really, really, really deeply and you feel yeah. like you were having a dream. I don't dream. Like you're sure you were having <laughs> one, but you don't remember it. That my race doesn't dream, Galway. Uh, not technically Do I still true. feel that way? No, not technically true, actually, with what your race does. Uh-huh. Um, that there's a reason that they're really weird. But uh-huh. you do still uh-huh. feel that way. Okay. You, you are absolutely sure you are dreaming, but you have absolutely no memory of the dream. Um, but yeah, uh, it's now sort of pre-dawn. Um, everything's packed up. And... Do I have any memory of like how it made me feel? It made you feel like you did when you stepped outside the doors for the first time. Okay. And saw the so, expansive like, nature and around amazed. you. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, so very good. Um, they're gonna pack up the cart, and uh, you're gonna get underway to Red Meadow. Um, Rowan thinks that you should be there by the evening. So, is there anything that you'd like to ask Rowan about in particular? Anything as you're going along? Um, I mean, so Ariel's particularly curious, like, so are there, like, lots of elves or, like, dragonborn in Gotwild? Like, what's it like? In Gotwild? So the, the bigger city, not Red Meadow? Uh, Red Meadow. Uh, yeah, uh, Ariel would ask about Red Meadow, but also Gotwild, too, if we're kind of traveling along. Uh, Ariel would ask about everything. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I, I'll give you a couple of specific questions and just assume that there's been a deluge of information. Um, uh, there, there, there are certainly quite a few elves in Red Meadow, though it's a very small town. Um, she's like, uh, I, we, we don't have any dragonborn, though we have seen some on the road at times. Uh, as for Gotwile, I don't go there very often myself, um, but there's all types there. Awesome. She yeah. fed us, right? Yeah. You did yeah, okay. use a ration, you were fed. Bells. And so, yeah, uh, it is now daybreak. You've completed a long rest, so any supplies that need to replenish from that are good. You were fed, so you don't need to worry about a ration. And you're just sort of rumbling along the road. Ariel will be very amazed by everything. So, like, like she like th- when the sun rises especially she's going to like cheer and clap i love ariel <laughs> she's just so happy to be here right now she even seems to have forgotten about what happened last night with rook that's sweet i would be definitely trying to be very nice to ariel today and and kind of goofy and trying to make her laugh you, it seems like everything's good between you two she's got the memory of a goldfish luckily I'm going to telepathically speak into everyone's heads in turn and I'm just gonna have say have you done this before? you guys would know because you grew up with me you know I can do this Okay, but okay. that's what I'm saying I'm saying hey you guys just remember also that I can do this and you can respond to me if I do this so like if we need to be real sneaky about talking about stuff just give me a sign and I can telepath you and work as a go between and telepath at everybody okay like what kind of and sign and remember not to do magic um, yeah. um not in public yeah not in public um, also, how does your telepathy work? Can we only talk to you, or can we hear like yes. everyone you're telepathizing with? You can talk back to me. Um, so, I'll just put it in chat. Okay. Solid. 
Um, the mind link feature from the race Kalistar. Uh, you can speak telepathically with creatures you can see, provided there. That's right. There's a weird range limiter, um, and you don't need to share languages. For those of you listening in the podcast. And then um, I can use my action to give them the ability to respond to me for an hour. <laughs> That's right and weird. That's been really weird. So, Galway, would you roll that I can do this with more than one creature at once, and that more than one creature at once can respond to me for an hour? You can give this ability to only one creature at a time. Where does it say that? I'm trying to skim this, and I'm not going to skimming things. Thank you. The very last line. Limiters are usually in the okay. end in, in D&D writing. That's what I get for skimming. Okay. Something something Doctor Strange joke. Um. <laughs> okay, but so yeah, so you guys can respond to me as long as you're the one I have it up with. And I don't know what a good sign is. Maybe just like I don't know. Blink three times uh. at me in rapid succession. Is that sneaky? No. Oh. That's, yeah, that's pretty subtle. It's not bad. I, look, I'll do it right now. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah, that's not. One odd of the at boys all. is like, Rook, what's wrong? Did I say that out loud? Blink, blink, blink. I'm sorry. I meant <laughs> to just do it. <laughs> no, no, you got blink, blink, blink. You just blinked a lot, and then you said blink, 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 which makes it weirder. Ah. Okay. Why does nobody listen to me? So, Neldor, what would be a good sign? What would you think is a good one? Wait, what is this sign for again? If you need to sneak, if you need to telepathically speak with me so that I can pass it to the rest of the group when I don't have it up with you. I'm telepathing, telepathizing. I'm okay. saying this telepathically <laughs> to Neldor, not out loud. Okay, so, um... I would say then something that's, I will put two fingers on my mouth and look. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll telepathize. I'm making up words. Not to everybody else. <laughs> so everybody knows that that's the sign. Telepathize is a word. Yeah. But not how I'm saying it. You're putting the <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> you emphasize all of it. <laughs> So we put a finger up to our mouth, like a pinky up to the corner of our mouth, like this. Are you just saying no. that out loud? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look over and like both of the boys are doing that. <laughs> I look like one of the boys doing that. A grotesquely taller version of them because they're kind of in the same proportion, so they just look like they got really tall but also really skinny. Oh yeah, by the way, boys, don't don't mention to anyone that I can do that stuff. I'm sure young little kids are gonna be able to totally keep my secret. But why? Because not everyone can do that. I just don't want a lot of people coming around asking me to do that, Ori. Oh, okay. Also, we used to there used to be a changeling that lived in the village. Ah, uh, wait, wait, what? You first of all, you the know the boys what I now am? look. The, the boys look really confused. Like, there used to yeah, be a you, changeling in the village. In this village? The red, the red, red wall? Mm. Red wood? Red, red forest? Redwood? I really thought you were going to go with red wedding. I'm like, that's an ominous. The red wedding? <laughs> is that what this town is? It, red meadow. It's labeled. Red meadow. <laughs> yeah. The, so like, um, Pretty zoomed in here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, thanks. Good good info. You got any more <laughs> info about uh people like uh me or anything like us, you let me know, okay? Of course. We didn't know very much. He he didn't live here very long, but um he was nice and he, sometimes he would change into things for us like you did. But we understand that it might be tiring if you have to do that a lot, so we won't tell anyone. Oh, brilliant boys. Good boys. Thanks. 
Um, as it's getting towards evening, which is when you were supposed to be sort of arriving in Red Meadow was sort of towards end of day, um, you see smoke on the horizon. And like a lot of smoke? A fair amount of smoke. Now, keep in mind, y'all have never seen cook fires or chimneys or anything, so you're not really sure levels of normal. Um, but in the front of the cart, Rowan has visibly stiffened. This has been Helpful Go Gaming Presents Tear Beyond the Door. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and would like more, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast, listening to our long-form campaign on the podcast Goats and Dragons, catching us on twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat, and on Twitter at helpfulgoat. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.